0: Thank you, Pastor. All right, the book of Exodus this morning, and always an honor to get to be home, and we get to be here three or four Sundays out of the year, and we're grateful for that, and appreciate Bible Baptist Church, and uh, me and the preacher was talking this this week that uh, how that we met, I guess around 2002 or, or three, uh, at a camp meeting, preaching together, And I never realized that God would allow us to join the church and be a part of this ministry. And I'm grateful for it. I love Bible Baptist Church. I do think it's the greatest church in the country. And amen. And and so I do believe that. And I do believe we have a real man of God. And I thank God for that too. And he loves God and he honors God and he obeys God. And uh, I appreciate that. I have confidence in him His fact is he loves the Lord, and the Lord is using him, and I appreciate that. Amen? Exodus 34, it will be a familiar passage, but I just could not get it off of my heart, and I always want to try to obey the Lord, uh, because I sure cannot do anything without him. Amen? Look in verse 1. The Bible said, And the Lord said unto Moses, Hew thee two tables of stone, like unto the first, I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first tables, which thou breakest. Be ready in the morning, and come up in the morning unto the Mount Sinai. Present thyself there to me in the top of the mount. No man shall come up with thee, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mount. Neither let the flocks nor herds feed before the mount. And he hewed two tables of stone, like unto the first. Moses rose up early in the morning went up into the Mount Sinai, and as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hand the two tables of stone. And the Lord descended in the cloud, and he stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. The Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious and long-suffering, abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiven iniquity and transgression. And sin that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon the children's children, unto the third and to the fourth generation. Here's my text. And Moses made haste, bowed his head toward the earth, and worshiped. If the Lord would help me, I want to use that text this morning and preach on a cause. To worship, a cause to worship. Now, I thought of four things, first of all. The Lord told Moses to come up, to come into his presence. I thought of four things that probably helped Moses to get into uh, the presence of the Lord. Number one is his humility. We're living in a day of very much pride uh, up in the people of God. But I tell you, Moses, the Bible said in the book of Numbers that he was the meekest man uh, upon the earth. And before you realize, pride in all kind of avenues uh, will get into our life uh, and make us think we're somebody when we're nobody and we'll never be anybody. It don't matter how many degrees you have. It don't matter how long you've been saved. You'll always be a nobody. The only thing uh, that is good about us is he who lives in us. Amen. I believe there's some humility about Moses that the Lord allowed him to come up into uh, his presence. Can I say number two, uh, I believe it's hunger to get into the presence of God. If you looked at the last chapter there or the one before in chapter 33 and verse 17, uh, the Bible said, Moses said, Lord, I wanna see your glory. Can I say, young people, I desire to have young people in a church that wants to see the glory of God. I can remember uh, when we were coming up, uh, in youth camps and man and we didn't play ball sometime we'd gather around the piano and we'd begin to sing and testify and shout and glorify God I'm not saying nothing wrong with playing ball don't misunderstand me what I'm saying is there needs to be a hunger created inside of you that you would see the glory of God I don't know about you but there's nothing in this life I'd rather do than get into the presence of a holy God uh, there's a hunger in my heart uh, as Moses said I want to see your glory amen can I say number three I feel like Moses the Lord called him up to come up to the mount because of his heart Moses had a real desire to be holy he had a real desire to be holy I'm appalled at what the church has become today When I say church, I'm not talking about Bible, Baptist church. I'm talking about the whole church in general. I'm appalled of what we've allowed to slip in. I'm appalled of where we are. I can remember the day uh, when there was holiness preached and holiness practiced uh, uh, up in the churches uh, across the land. I tell you, if you're going to get in the glory, if you're going to get in the presence of God, then you're going to have to practice some holiness in your life. Uh, none of us are perfect today. We know that. But God help us uh, to have a real desire within us to please God and to be holy amen I believe he had a real desire I believe that he repented when he knew that he was wrong I think we live in a day where men try to cover up sin instead of repent amen then I say number four the heart of God not only the heart of Moses but God brother Sam longs for every one of us to get into his presence every day Amen. There's a longing in the heart of God waiting for you and waiting for me to come and to get into the presence of God. Let's look at a few things, uh, and we'll go eat because I'm hungry. Praise God. Amen. That bowl of cereal left me a long time ago. Uh, The Bible said uh, that God proclaimed himself uh, uh, to Moses, uh, and it caused him to worship. Number one, uh, he proclaimed his name as the Lord, just Lord. That shows his existence, his self-existence, the person of God, if you will. God doesn't need anybody this morning God doesn't need anything today It don't matter how high inflation gets uh, God isn't going to wring His hands And say what in the world am I going to do uh, He is all a sufficient And self a sufficient That God uh, will take care of everything He is still in charge uh, And it's going to be okay Amen The person of God, his self existence. Then we see the promise of God. That word Yahweh also means eternal. Thank God we have an eternal heavenly father. We have eternal forgiveness. We have eternal favor. We have an eternal future. We have an eternal family. He said, I want you to know, hallelujah, I am that I am. He proved his existence. And Moses of the Bible said, he made haste and he bowed his head and he worshiped God because of just who he is amen amen his existence I wonder what we're worshiping today number two because he excels he added a name he said the Lord God number one because he's sovereign you know he does what he wants to When he wants to and how he wants to. And he don't even ask us for permission. Hallelujah. He's a sovereign God. I like Revelation chapter 1, Brother Danny, in verse 5. He said he's the prince of all the kings of the earth. They just think, Brother George, that they're running the show they just the queens and the prime ministers and the presidents and the king they just think they're in charge but thank God there's a sovereign God sitting on the throne that is in charge this morning and we ought to thank God every now and then and worship Him just because He excels just because He is sovereign I'm glad nothing ever occurs to God as it occurs to you and me I'm glad thank God that a sovereign God has control of our life Brother Stephen I'm glad thank God that nothing catches him by surprise I'm glad thank God as a sovereign God that stinking devil I can't do anything that God won't allow him to do because that God is in control hallelujah Amen. amen we know the devil has to submit to his authority. Hallelujah. Not only because he's sovereign, but because of his strength, he's almighty. He is unlimited. He can take an old drunk, save him, change him, call him to preach, put a Bible under his arm. I remember years ago when I was in Bible college, old brother Mays Jackson, he's a preaching. And he talked about this mama that she hadn't heard from her son in in two two years. He's in the military. Didn't know where he was. His name was Leroy. And he said they went to the house to eat supper on that Monday night. And uh, Brother Mays was like me. He liked groceries. Amen. And he saw that big old table spread. And she said, you men of God, go ahead and eat. But I'm going to pray for my boy. And so he said, we pushed that fruit away and we got on our knees and began to pray that God would save Leroy. Brother Caleb, she hadn't heard from him. She didn't know he was alive. She didn't know where he was at. And he, uh, they began to pray. And Monday night should come down to pray. Tuesday night should come down to pray. Wednesday night should come down to pray. You know, we don't even come pray for our loved ones anymore. Uh, We're so embarrassed that people would think that we needed what the preacher preached on. Well, we do need it. That's why we preach it. Amen. Amen. And anyway, Thursday night, Friday night, uh, and Saturday night, he said he began to preach. uh, And then stepped a soldier boy and he said, brother laddie that that old boy sat in the back and said invitation time came and that mama just like every night uh, she came and prayed God save Leroy he said oh Leroy got on this side and said God save Leroy and said that mama heard the voice of that boy and they began to weep and shout and praise God and she said son I've not been able to eat uh, nor sleep uh, for three days or three nights and you know what God did he took the bird to that mama and put it on that boy and he said mama I've not been able to eat I've not been able to sleep over three days or three nights I'm telling you his power is unlimited we've got lost loved ones today and we're begging God I'm telling you God is still amen uttermost. I'm glad. Thank God. He is still on the throne. He still excels. He still has power. It don't matter how dark it is. It don't matter how far they're out. It don't matter how religious they are. There's a God that is able to reach down in the hearts and lives of people. Amen. I'm glad God is able. Hallelujah. Amen. he said we ought to worship because he excels number three because of his empathy he said I'm merciful brother Danny we ought to worship God every morning because of his mercy you know what his mercy did first of all it pardoned me I was headed to hell it may be somebody this morning you're headed to hell There's a God in heaven that will show you mercy and meet you at the altar and wash away your sin. That's why we kind of got a little excited a while ago about the blood. Hallelujah do you know I will never spend one night in the charred walls of the dam because of the blood brother Thomas you got saved a few months ago you'll never have to worry about spending one night in the charred walls of the dam because of the blood of Christ God showed us mercy and he pardoned me I should have been crucified you should have been crucified but thank God he took our place and he pardoned pardon me. My sins are gone. The old boy said, "Yes, me why I'm happy and why I sometimes shout. It's because my sins are gone. I'm glad, thank God they're underneath the blood. They've been taken care of. He said you ought to bow your old head and worship because of mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. He pardoned us. Not only that, thank God, I'm glad, hallelujah, His grace, He protects us. Amen. He provides for us, and He pampers us. Amen and amen. I'm glad for the empathy of God. Think about this. Think about our flesh, the inconsistency of it. But David, as much as we strive, our flesh will still rail up. It'll raise up, and you know what? We ask God for mercy, but he'll, he'll forgive us. Think of our failures, that how many times if I asked him over and over and over again, but Tim but for the same thing, and he says, I forgive you. You know what that is? <laughs> That's mercy. That's mercy. Think of the mercy, Brother Samuel, the mercy We're not what we ought We strive to be, Brother Chris. But we are flesh and we fail. But thank God if we run to Him, Brother Jason, and we ask God to forgive us, uh, and we're honest, and we admit that we're wrong, and we've done wrong, He will extend mercy. Somebody this morning, you may be here, and it's been a long time since you got down old-fashioned order and got right with God. Today is a good day. Thank God he'll show you mercy Amen Amen Amen. You know what he said We ought to worship him Because of his Faithfulness Is indescribable I I wrote it down He said in the book Of Lamentation Chapter 3 and verse 22 It is of the Lord's mercies That we are not Consumed Because his compassions fail not, think of this, they're new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Every one of us ought to drop our head and bow our head and say, thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Boy, I tell you, 50 years of being saved, I've been unfaithful from time to time. But he has never been, he has never been unfaithful to me. Sister Esther, he has never shunned me. He has never said, I'm so tired of you, of failing every time that I'm serious. And ask God to forgive me. He loves on me and hugs me. And thank God just demonstrates that mercy. I'm glad they're new every morning. I may blow it tomorrow, but thank God Tuesday's another day. And if I blow it Tuesday, Brother David, thank God Wednesday's another day. The Bible said I just smell he falleth seven times, but he riseth up again. God don't write down how many times you fail. He writes down how many times you get back up and dust yourself off. And thank God, keep moving on and keep marching and keep walking and keep going and keep doing. I'm glad He don't write down our failures. That book would be so big because of our failure. But thank God He writes it down and said, Oh, Bobby Blood. But he got up the next day and he started again. Hey, hey, and he got up and he started again. He blew it on Tuesday, but thank God he started again. I say, Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. He said, We ought to bow our head and worship because of his mercy. The reason that my dad testified twice out of three times a week was because of mercy. He could never get over the mercy of God. Can I tell you, he didn't just testify here. We'd be going down the road. And he'd start talking about Brother Laddie, Ha, ha, ha. And he'd start shouting right there in the car. Blow your ear drums out. Amen. I've been in Walmart with him. He'd shout. My mother's mother, my granny, a godly woman, they were not going to let me have any say in the funeral. So one of my cousins pitched a fit enough. They gave me five minutes. And I got up, and my first statement's all I had to say. I said, I've been a preacher of the gospel. At that time, it was 14 years. I said, I've been a preacher of the gospel for 14 years. And that's all it took. And my dad started shouting. And them Methodists, it scared them to death. You should have seen them people at they were looking for the door they didn't know what in the world was a happening they didn't know what in the world was going on but you know what <laughs> that God would reach down my old granddaddy he was an old bootlegger that God would reach through all of that liquor and all of that sin and get that little boy and save him and call him to preach and put the gospel in his heart and let him go across the country and preach the word of God brother George it overwhelmed him and he could not help it and begin to shout we ought to bless the Lord uh, uh, this morning we ought to bow our head in worship because of the mercy of God Amen, Amen. not only the mercy his empathy but his expression of grace I kind of blew that one out in the last point but I'll say it anyway the expression of grace he said he's graceful graceful I'll tell you, the grace that he's extended to me. The grace that he has extended to me. Think of you who are lost here today. The grace he's extended to you. He's given you another opportunity. Another opportunity for you to say yes. That you don't die and go to hell. God knows that every man who's going to be saved... And he knows that those who won't, but he gives them grace anyhow. I remember my dad's brother, Butch. We went to see him in the hospital. He just had pneumonia. Everything's going to be all right. Went and seen him on a Saturday. He said, no, don't think so. We invited him to Christ. Got my own way. Want to live my own life. Thursday, in the hospital. Had a massive heart attack in the hospital and died. That close. Saturday to Thursday. God knew he was going to say no, but he gave him an opportunity. Another man in our church, his son was a drunk. He was only 31 years old. He came one Sunday morning. He heard the message. Tears ran down his cheeks. He shook the pew. He was lost and he knew it. And he said no. Very next Sunday morning, he went out that Saturday night and drank himself just nearly to death. He got up Sunday morning while throwing up, had a brain aneurysm and was dead and in hell before he hit the ground. You listen to me? God gave him grace. But I'm telling you, listen to me, there may be a day that that door will be shut and that grace is gone those people they woke up in hell they had opportunity God said I gave you an opportunity and you said no I'm glad I had enough sense to trust uh, the grace of God I'm glad thank God hallelujah the only fire I'll ever feel is a burning in my soul I'm glad thank God hey because of the grace of God that he works in our life uh, it's the grace of God lets you get up every morning. It's the grace of God that lets you work a job. It's the grace of God that puts food on your table. It's the grace of God that gives you a vehicle to drive. It's the grace of God that gives you a family. It's the grace of God that gives you sunshine in the morning, puts you to bed with stars at night. It's the grace of God. I'm telling you, we ought to bow our head and worship. Amen. But Tim, the Bible said Moses made haste (laughs) to worship. Can I be honest with you? I'm guilty too. Sometimes we come in here and our minds on everything else but worshiping God. I've been guilty of it. I'll be the first to admit. But I want to come in with one reason. (laughs) That's to exalt him and to lift him up and to get into his presence Let him sing to us and preach to us and thank God, bow our own worthy head into his presence and worship him. We have a cause to worship. The expression of grace. Number five, we see his endurance. He said, worship me because of my long suffering. I thought of this because he works on us, Brother Sam. That old song said, he's still working on me to make me what I ought to be took him just a week to make the moon and the stars. Sun and the earth and Jupiter. But he's still working on me. Guess what? He's got patience. Brother Josh, I've blown it. But you know what the Lord will do? He'll take out a lump of clay. He'll throw it back on the wheel. And he'll begin to work and to mold. I'm glad he never threw me on the shelf. You know what he could do? He could turn and walk away from us. Because... Brother Daniel, he's he's a just God. But he's so kind and he's so long-suffering. He's so willing. He's so willing. Some of you, he has dealt with you and dealt with you and dealt with you. You know why he's still doing that? Because he's long-suffering. Sometimes, I'll be honest with you, I I fall short when it comes comes to being long-suffering. I I don't have the long-suffering attitude that I ought to have. But I'm glad he does. Yeah. Brother Sean, I'm glad he treats me better than I treat him. I'm glad he's more faithful to me than I am him. I'm glad that he's worked on me uh, these 50 years. Uh, Brother Stephen, I ought to be further down the road than I am. But I'm glad there's a God in heaven yeah. that has patience. Uh, and I worship him this morning because of his long suffering. Oh, yeah. Amen. Not only because he's working on us, but because he's waiting on us. What do you mean to that? For us to surrender to the word of God that would either get right or get closer to him. You know why the man of God, the Lord speaks to the pastor and preachers to preach to us because we need to fix things in our life. I don't know what you need. You don't know what I need, but God does. But when we hear the word, most of the time we like to shovel it to the guy behind us. Well, that wasn't really for me when it really was for you. Do you know there's something in every message for every one of us? There is something that we can glean from every message we hear. Amen. Oh, yes, there is. How we find that to surrender to his word, then to surrender to the will of God, to do what he wants us to do. Then not only to surrender, but number two, to get serious about serving God. You know what burdens my heart when I watch young people grow up? And thank God they don't all do that. But they go out into the world and they're not serious about serving God. Right. Thank God we have some young people who are serious about serving. You know what? Make it, make it your life. Make it your life. I mean, let him have the reins of your life. That when he says, don't listen to that, don't listen to that. He says, don't go there, don't go there. He says, stop talking to them, stop talking to them. Let him be on the throne of your heart. Let him have control. Can I say, I wish I was more than I am, but thank God I don't have no sad songs to sing. I'd rather live the life I'm living. I enjoy being a Christian. Amen. We had a great time this week I enjoyed that And I know some of you have mentioned You've seen a picture of me With a snake around my neck I promise I'm not taking up snake handling Amen (laughs) I don't even know why I did that But I'm not taking up snake handling Amen But you know what you ought got to get serious about serving God Brother Andrew I was probably Are you 18? 19 I was 18 And I remember when God spoke to me and he said, I want your life. I was saved. I was two months before graduating from high school and God said, Brother Whitlow, he said, I want your life. And I fought it. I fought it brother Caleb for a while. Then finally I crawled upstairs and got in the attic of my daddy's home. I got on my face before God. I said, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know what you want me to be. I'm going to give you everything that I am. And Brother Wilson, you know what? I've enjoyed my life. Some of us need to get serious this morning. We need to bow our head and get serious with God. Life isn't a game, and it is so short. My wife's cousin was killed by a car vehicle just a week ago or so, 34 years old, head-on collision. The man crossed the other side and hit him head-on. Took him out of this world. Life is so short. It's time to get serious. And number six, and I'm done. Not only he said we ought to worship because of his endurance, but because he exceeds. He said he's abundant. You know what he said he exceeds in? His goodness. He's abundant in his love. Well, I'm glad God loves me. Amen. Brother Sam, we love each other as brothers in Christ. But if we done something to each other we hurt one another it might hinder that love but with God as much as I failed him he loves me just as much today as he did the day he saved me. He exceeds he cannot help himself but brother Logan he exceeds in abundance of goodness. We ought to bow our head this morning and worship him because of his goodness The Bible said Moses made haste not only his love, but his law. He said he's abundant of mercy, goodness, and truth. Because of his truth. You know what? Because of the truth, I found out I was going to hell. Because of truth, I found out that Jesus loved me. Because of truth that was preached to me, I found out how that God expected me to live. Because of truth, I found out that God wanted me to be serious about serving Him. Because of truth, because of His truth, He instructs me on how to live. I don't know about you, but I want to bow in His presence this morning as Moses did in worship. Let's stand if you would please. they will come and get us a song. Maybe someone needs to get serious this morning. Maybe someone needs to get right this morning. Maybe someone needs to get saved this morning. Maybe someone just wants to come and thank Him this morning. Bow our old head and worship. As they sing, would you let the Lord help you?